Hello and good afternoon. Hey, this is Gene from Colossal Street Jam. How are you doing? Doing fantastic, man. How about you? Doing all right. Man, I got to tell you what. I mean, you this this new collection of music, especially the song No Way to Live, you guys are onto something huge right now. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Is it something that has taken progression to get there? In other words, it's something you've been working on for a very long time and it just happens to be really standing out right now. Um, we've been working on this record for quite a long time. Um, started before COVID and um, two of the members of the band got sick. Oh, uh, cancer, unfortunately, but both healed up and both are doing well. And um, including myself, I'm one of them. Wow. But um, yeah, we're doing great. And it just took us a long time to, to make the record. But everything that was going on in the world um influenced everything especially the song no way to live well i was going to ask you about that have if, if music has kind of fully evolved since that lockdown because it seems like a lot more musicians are in better control of their music industry and and and, and their merchandising and everything that they were than they were the first time around yeah, I think you had to reinvent yourself. Yeah. You know, you had uh, some outside sources that could help you. And since everybody was locked down and you had to come up with different ways of doing things, you know, and, and you know, being introspective and, and going, all right, guys, what are we going to do to get to that next step? And, uh, you know, whether it be songwriting, um, working together in a better atmosphere and, and, you know, being able to work together, that was the hard thing, you know, is that. They didn't, no one wanted to be together, you yeah. know, because two guys are sick. COVID's going around, you know, it just took us some time, but we found ways to do things. You know, we would jump in the studio separately, you know, and, and fix up some tracks that we were working on and no way to live being one of them. And I think that track um, kind of states the whole record like yeah. it, it, it gives you an idea of what the whole record's going to be about and it's not a concept record by any means but each song kind of takes on that you know me against the world or me against a situation kind of theme yeah when, when you were building the song i mean so many bands they'll go in there and they'll, they'll lay down the drum tracks first and then you build the song that way with everybody being so separated how did you how did you put this one together because it is so evenly paced out i mean nobody's dominating anybody in this song well, we'd started writing it before um, the world shut down. You know, uh, this song was written and we started recording it and then um, we all went in separately. But how we always write is uh, our guitar player, Sal, will come in with a riff and then we'll all build around it. <laughs> and um, that's what happened there. You know, when we all came up with our own parts, we were able to rehearse and um, laid down the rhythm tracks before everything kind of went sideways. So we were able to build uh, from that way, on, you know, from that start on in the studio separately. So where along the lines of writing music do you start thinking about, okay, where on the, on the set list am I going to put this? And number two, what is the light show going to look like? Yeah, <laughs> we're always thinking about that Good. these days. And that we haven't really played a lot Um it, over the last couple months, we uh, we were lucky enough to play with King's X and Winery Dogs and some really well-known bands um, in our local area, in the tri-state area of New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Um, but that song was the set starter when we were playing, you know, before the single came out. Oh, but I think wow. that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be at the end of the set now, you know, with a couple other songs that people have um, caught on to throughout the years because this is our third record 
So um, the third record will be coming out through Fret Bar in January. So now, what is it about that Jersey sound that that really gives you guys the confidence to be original? Because it just seems like anybody who's from that area, all the way back to the Ramones up there in New York and stuff, it's always been your sound. Well, I think we're a little bit different than what you normally get out of New Jersey. You know, it's very Bon Jovi, Springsteen. There's a lot of horn bands. Um we're just influenced by the seventies and uh, we come from a scene, the Asbury park scene, which is, you know, a very thriving scene. There's, there's so many different types of bands. Uh, Unfortunately, when you, you know, people from around the world, when they think about Asbury park or New Jersey, they think about the same two acts for the most part, but there is a big seventies rock scene here, a, a good hard rock scene. And there are some bands out there that are just different. You know, they, they, uh, they don't follow the same mold, uh, as most of the bands that came out in the early days from this area. I keep waiting for radio to really jump in there and start playing the the good rock music that's being released because it seems like they're hiding behind these storyteller songs. There's nothing wrong with them, but I need me some rock when I'm listening to that station. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see that come back. And you know what? When you listen to classic rock stations, you get the same songs over and over yep. again. Like I'm a big, I'm a huge Grand Funk Railroad fan. Mark Farner is my my favorite singer. Mark Farner and Paul Rogers from Bad Company and Free. And you know, when you listen to the radio, you hear the same three songs. Yep. You know, if you go back and listen to those back catalogs, you, you hear so many great things. And it would be great. Uh, to have some st- some stations just step up and be like, you know, we're going to take a chance on this new band or we're going to take a chance on this new music and play it here and there. You know, we've been lucky enough now with the new single coming out a couple weeks ago that um, that the people that are working our radio are really pushing hard and we're starting to see some radio play, which is great. Yeah, because I, I have a feeling it's going to be coming from these indie radio stations, and I keep hoping that internet radio stations will pick up on this stuff too. But, you know, but you got to find that internet radio station first. Right. Right. And that's what they're doing for us right now. The fret bar records and Jimmy Warren entertainment. Um, we just signed with them not too long ago and, uh, it's been a, a, a good, um, joining of forces and uh the things are going good i mean uh we're talking right now right and we got uh so many other places that are uh, interviewing the band and starting to play the music and you know we were just on um uh, a really big podcast the other day uh that jameson show with don jameson who was on vh1 so some things are starting to break and some radio play starting to happen so we hope that that uh continues Man, I wish I would have been a fly on the wall when you guys were in the studio after getting the final mix of Green-Eyed Lady because you <laughs> own this version of the song. I mean, what you do with that song intro, I mean, it, it's like it's like you're saluting the history of music while, while at the same time saying, I'm going this way to create even more history. Yeah, you know, that song... Uh... <sighs> our guitar player came to us and said, you know what, we should, we should cover this. And that original song is about just about seven minutes long. Ours is about eight minutes long. And it really shows off the, the band, especially live, you know, being a band called Colossal Street Jam, you're especially, you're expecting to, you know, to have some jam parts. And when you see these guys live play it and, you know, taking myself out of the equation and looking back at, at this band, I just, they impress me with everything that they do. And it's, it's different every night. And it could be seven minutes. It could be 11 minutes. You just don't know what you're going to get live. And uh, we've gotten great responses uh, to that song and to, and to that cover of it um, from everybody. It's, it's been really great. Isn't that because you guys really do embrace individuality? Everybody on that team is a part of that team. 
Correct. We're family. Yeah. That's, that's how we look at ourselves. Um, we're the closest of friends. Um, this lineup has been together for about seven, eight years now, the drummer and the keyboard player coming in, um, uh, I'd say in 2016 going into 2017 and, um, at that unit is this unit has been perfect since then in my eyes, you know, just the way that we work together, we write together, we tour together, we play together. It's, it's fantastic. I love it. I love your guys' mantra. All roads lead to home. Now for a creative person, where is home? Home is Asbury Park, New Jersey, yeah. right outside. Um, I live about four miles from the heart of Asbury Park. Um, the rest of the guys are in the surrounding areas, no more than 10 miles from it. So uh, that's been our home base for a long time. That's where we've started. That's where we played a lot of our gigs early on. And um, like I said before, we're not your typical Asbury Park band, but we do fit into the scene. Yeah. Well, you know, we've, we've always joked around about the drummer getting the best seat in the house. You know, that it's, it's more than just a front row seat. Do you ever feel the same way about look turning around and looking at the drummer that you also have that same ticket? Oh, yeah. I love watching these guys play. Yeah. And I love our drummer. Happens to be his birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Dave Halpern. Yeah. Dave is uh, Dave's been in the band uh, for, like I said, about seven years, maybe eight. Um, Dave is the uh the most professional person I think in our band, he's been uh, a musician longer than, than most of us. Um, little fun fact. He played on the last Bee Gees record. Oh, really? um, oh, wow. Yeah. He was a studio player in New York city for, uh, for a while and ended up playing on uh that record he played with a band called uh, highway nine that had a record deal he played with love and reverse which toured with gravity kills so dave's been around the the block and he's a really great music arranger for us as well he's he really helps get the parts together and uh yeah, I, I love turning around and watching him play and, and watching all the guys play. I got to tell you, I'm a voiceover actor, and listening to your voice, you speak unbelievably in tune. I mean, are, do you do voiceover work as well? Because, I mean, you are in tune when you share a story. Oh, thanks, bro. Um, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm I'm friends with one, but uh, I don't uh, – our band name – I'll tell a quick story. Our band name, Colossal Street Jam, actually came from John DiMaggio, who is a who is a longtime friend of ours. Uh, I met John when I was 19. Uh, Sal's our guitar player, has known him for longer. Uh, John's the voice of Bender on Futurama, and, and you know, and so many other things for all you know the uh, cartoons and, and yeah. Pixar and all that stuff. But he he's uh, he came up with our name. He came to see us practice one night. And he's like, you guys are like one big colossal street jam. <laughs> and that's how that stuck. But you know, I've heard that before. You know, I, I, I'd love to be in radio. I'd love to do stuff like that. Um, I just haven't found the time. Yeah. I've been too busy singing and, uh, <laughs> and everything else. The song Just Take Hold, I want to see this live. And the reason why is I, I think that my imagination is painting a picture for me. That is, it's really what I what I envision is that the more you play the song, the louder the fans are going to get when they're singing it right there with you. Just Take Hold is a good one. I, that, that's really a great live song, and that's always in the set. And believe it or not, there's some promoters in New York City that have put us on shows with, you know, so many different bands and they'll be like, you playing that song, just take hold. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll play it for you tonight. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, and it's really great because of solo parts. I mean, it's a catchy tune. Um, 
the solo parts are amazing though the the guitar yep. and keyboard back and forth especially live is fantastic see that's what's missing from a lot of these songs I mean I mean it's like they all went away with Prince it's like where's that lead guitar I want to hear it I mean it's there but radio isn't playing it so you're talking my language now. <laughs> Mark Farner's Mark Farner's my idol from Grand Funk yes. Road. My favorite musician of all time, and I have everything, so much live stuff stocked away, is Prince. I love Prince beyond belief. Mm-hmm. So I don't sound anything like Prince. I don't sound like I could be influenced by Prince, but he is my favorite of all time. Oh, yeah, because it was like, to me, that was just, you know, like a third level hook of a song was just to hear that guitar in action. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you ever... Uh, Joy and Repetition from One Night Alone. Have you ever heard that? No. Writing that down right now. It is about a 10, 11 minute song. Joy and Repetition is like a pop song, but he turned it into a a live tune where he just solos almost the whole time. (laughs) And really, if you want to hear the the magnitude of his guitar playing, that is the song, especially live. And, and yet he's not in the history books as being one of the greatest guitarists of all time. I mean, it's, that, that's always blows me away because I keep looking for the top 10. Where's Prince? Where's Prince? Yeah, well, musicians know. Yes. Guitar, player, <laughs> guitar players know. They sure do. Where can, where can listeners go to find out more about the new music, the merchandise? I want to sell that merchandise. Well, it's ColossalStreetJam.com. Um, we're also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that, but Facebook is, is good for a lot of our information, but Colossal Street Jam.com, fretbarrecords.com. We just signed an indie deal with Fretbar Records out of Chicago. We're very excited about that. And, um, they're really doing a great job for us right off the bat. So we're excited. Um, merchandise at shows. We're going to hit the road in January with a band called In Theory. Oh, which I know is those a, guys. I know them yep. very well. Unbelievable. Yep. We're hitting the road with them. We're on the same label. So we're going out in January. We're hitting uh, New York City, Pennsylvania, Ohio. We'll come home. And then we're going to go back out in February, probably a little bit longer. And we're hoping to hit St. Louis, Chicago, some of those uh, states up there, and then see where it goes. Um, Trial try and jump on some national act shows, maybe a small tour and uh, just push this single, this new record and just see where it goes. Absolutely. Dude, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. As you guys continue to grow outward, man, I want to be a part of that by helping to share your story. Oh man, I appreciate that. I'll come on anytime. I love talking about the band and talking about music. Will you be brilliant today? Okay. Yeah, you too.